Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. How long could LeBron James be out now? You know, again, could we get a Brady-Belichick Super Bowl? And can anyone figure out the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. LeBron James entered the NBA's health and safety protocols on Thursday, missing the Lakers game against the Sacramento Kings. This is the latest in a long line of struggles for the Lakers this season. For more, here's Locked On NBA insider Antonio Daniels with Kanani Stevens. Antonio, what's your immediate reaction to this? Whew. My immediate reaction for the Lakers, this is awful. It's not this good. Is awful. We we the thing that we got a good sample size of seeing is what this team looks like without LeBron. We even know that they have three top 75 guys on that roster without him and Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, and Anthony Davis. We still saw what they look like without LeBron. They were four and seven without LeBron. Four and seven, seven and four with. So with all that being said, for the Lakers, this is not good news at all because you had yet to hit your stride, you yet to find any rhythm. And then LeBron being there half the time and out half the time, that doesn't help. But also for the NBA as a whole, because this is one of the brightest stars that this this league has seen ever. And now you're talking about national TV games like they played the Clippers, I believe, on Friday on national TV. You know, that kind of loses a little bit of muster. There's, there's no more professional sports league that's as star-driven as the NBA is. One player makes a heck of a difference. So you remove LeBron from that equation, it puts a different responsibility and accountability on a Russell Westbrook, on an Anthony Davis, on a Carmelo Anthony, and the rest of the guys on that roster. 10 days, that's five games. As you mentioned, Clippers, that's always a big matchup. They're playing the Celtics as well, which you always get you know, a lot of fans tuning in for. It feels like everything's been going wrong for them so far this season, obviously with the with a little bit of that brawl breaking out and then just no consistency from the rest of the team either. I mean, Anthony Davis is missing games. There's other people missing games. What do the Lakers need to do while LeBron is out to try to get this back together? This is tough. I, I, I cannot lie to you, Kanani. And the reason that it's tough is because the Lakers right now are built solely on star power. Yeah. They're in win-now mode. And it's very, very difficult to be successful when you just assemble everything together and go off of names and not fit. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the trade, the Russell Westbrook trade, and I said in, in, uh, when it happened this summer on our Sirius XM show that I thought that the, the Washington Wizards won that trade. I think yeah. Russell Westbrook is the best player in that trade. By far, you know, with Kyle Kuzma and KCP and and um, and those guys, I yeah, I, I get it. But for me, when you're talking about success in this league, it's not about names; it's about fit. Mm-hmm. And you look at how Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, who's been fantastic for the Washington Wizards this year, and Contavious Caldwell Pope fit with Bradley Beal. Their skill sets complement what Bradley Beal needs. That's why Washington is off to a great start. Now you go to the other side, and again, we're not talking about name, we're just talking about fit. And you look at Russell Westbrook's skill set, and how does that complement what LeBron James and Anthony Davis need? Is this just one of those kind of just try to keep your head above water, get through yes. these, <laughs> these 10 days and just figure but, it out later? 
Yes, but think about the conversation we're having though. Like we're asking the Lakers to keep their head above water, but if you look at this roster, right, and the way it's constructed as far as pure talent is concerned, again, you have Russell Westbrook, you have Anthony Davis in his prime, you have Carmelo Anthony whose skill set complements what they need. Then you have guys like Malik Monk and THT. You know, so it's weird. Dwight Howard, who we haven't even talked about, first ballot Hall of Famer, Rajon Rondo, some of these other guys. So. Keeping your head above water sounds different because of the way this roster is constructed, but it's a necessity. Coming up, a Brady and Belichick Super Bowl would send the sports world and media into one of the biggest frenzies we've ever seen. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Warriors entered Tuesday night 17-3, facing off against the Golden State Warriors, a team that entered the night 18-2. So something had to give. It feels like a playoff game in here, and that's because it pretty much was the Suns escaping with a win, 17 straight. Brendan Clean here with Locked On Suns coming to you from the Footprint Center after a 104-96 win. Devin Booker goes out with a hamstring injury, left hamstring, which has been a lingering thing for him, the same one that he hurt back in the NBA Finals. Reportedly, he has uh, basically confirmed that since, so he goes down in the second quarter. The Suns come out in the second half, have to go to Alfred Payton, have to go to heavy minutes for Landry Shamit and Mikhail Bridges and Cameron Johnson. Cam Johnson goes down with a calf, uh, basically, just cramp or strain or something like that and yet despite all of it the Suns are able to use their defense and their late game execution courtesy of Chris Paul to close out this game to tie their franchise record for wins keep the streak going uh, wins in a row of course and keep that streak going Uh, we'll see what happens on Thursday night back here in the valley going for 18 going for that record sole ownership of it We'll see what happens. For more on this team, listen to Locked on Suns wherever you get podcasts. The Big Ten ACC Challenge in college basketball saw Ohio State playing number one Duke, and this game did not disappoint. The Duke Blue Devils go down. First loss of the season for Duke as they fall 71-66 in Columbus to Ohio State. Nearly 10 years ago to the day, Duke was upset in Columbus. They do it again as Ohio State ends the game on a 12-0 run. Duke had a pretty lousy second half, did not shoot the ball well whatsoever in that second half. And credit to Ohio State, they got a career game performance from Zed Key offensively, and the Blue Devils will look to battle back now 7-1 on the season after claiming that number one spot following their three-point victory against Gonzaga. Going to be a busy few weeks for Locked On Blue Devils as the Blue Devils now do not play for two full weeks. Two weeks to think about this loss before they get back in non-conference competition towards the middle of December. Make sure you're checking out Locked On Blue Devils each and every day wherever you get your podcasts. I'm J.J. Jackson. Check us out on Locked On Blue Devils. Major League Baseball and the Players Association are no closer to a deal and time is running out. Their current agreement is set to expire tonight at 11.59 Eastern. The two sides met on Tuesday and nothing was accomplished when it comes to a new labor agreement. The players want free agency after five years or 29 and a half years of age, whichever comes first, while beginning the arbitration process after two seasons instead of three. 
owners won't agree to such a massive overhaul of the system, according to a person familiar with the league's thinking. Both free agency after six years and arbitration after three seasons have been tenets of the economic process in baseball for decades. Of course, it is very much like baseball to say, well, that's the way we've done it. And so that's the way it's always going to be. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. With the Mets' big move to land Max Scherzer on Monday, the Mets are now plus 900 to win the World Series. Those betonline.ag odds are tied with the Houston Astros and just behind the Dodgers at 6-1. to one. Two NFL teams looking to jumpstart into first place in their division this week. The LA Chargers and the Cincinnati Bengals square off the betonline.ag line for this game is Cincinnati giving three. And one of the games we will be talking about all week, despite a Monday night showdown, is New England at Buffalo in a battle for the AFC East. The betonline.ag line for this game has the Bills favored by three. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that bonus. When Tom Brady left New England, it forced some Patriots fans to either be Team Brady or Team Belichick. But what happens if the whole country is forced to pick a side? Here's Jay Crawford. The NFL is all about storylines, especially when it comes to Super Bowls. We've had some pretty good ones over the years. Super Bowl 47 pitted the Harbaugh brothers against one another. John and the Ravens beat Jim and the Niners. It was a good one, 34-31. Last year had a great storyline. That's when Tom Brady, at 43 years old, became not just the oldest quarterback ever to play in and win a Super Bowl, but now Brady is the oldest player ever to do that. Epic win for Brady after he defected from Belichickian rule in New England to win his never-to-be-topped record seventh Super Bowl, his first with the Buccaneers. So we have Tom as the gold standard for players in the Super Bowl. He's played in 10. Bill Belichick is the GOAT for coaches. He's coached in 11 Super Bowls. He's won eight of them. Six as head coach of the Patriots, two more as defensive coordinator as the Giants. So if you're looking for perhaps the best Super Bowl storyline ever, it could happen this year in Super Bowl 56. Look no further than the Patriots versus the Buccaneers. Why not? Bill and the Pats are easily the hottest team in the league right now. And Tom and the Bucks also have eight wins. And, well, it's Tom Brady who's going to bet against him. Can you imagine the media hype for this one? You can practically see it now. Brady perched up on his usual media day throne, saying with a humble smile, He's just happy to be back for one more Super Bowl because at 44, you never take these things for granted and on and on and on. Then we'd have Bill slumped in front of his media day mic, looking like the kid who is forced to wear his only suit to a family wedding, murmuring under his breath, it's just another game. We're going to prepare for this one the same way we prepare for every other game. The field's still 100 yards, blah, 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 on and on and on. Inside, though, both men would likely sell their soul to crush the other on one of the sports world's biggest stages. While Bill and Brady downplay it, the media and the fans would eat it up. As much as America loves to hate both these guys because they've been crushing everyone in the league for more than two decades, we'd all have to pick a side. Are you Team Bill or are you Team Brady? Super Bowl 56 wouldn't just break the Internet, it would melt it. 
It'd be one for the ages, the go to the coaches versus the go to the players. How fitting it would be if it all happened in the shadow of Hollywood. I'm Jay Crawford, and that's my take. I'm with Jay. This would create a media frenzy. I don't know how much the average NFL fan would actually be into this. Most NFL fans who are not either Patriots or Tom Brady fans are sick of seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Seeing the Patriots with Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, I actually do think casual NFL fans will think that is pretty cool. I don't know that adding the Brady element makes it any more interesting. Maybe it does for some people. It wouldn't do it for me. I would much rather see the Cardinals or the Packers, Aaron Rodgers against Bill Belichick after getting Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady, maybe even Tom Brady versus Kyler Murray. That's the thing. We're going to get these terrific matchups in the NFC before we get there. We would probably have to have Chiefs Patriots without Tom Brady before we got there too. I think people are ready to see some new faces in the Super Bowl and outside of New England. I don't know that there is this huge frenzy for people wanting to see the Brady Patriots Super Bowl outside of the media course who will beat the narrative into the ground. Coming up, can anyone figure out the Philadelphia Eagles? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. And if you're like me, uh, you ate a lot over the last week and the more holidays around the corner, regardless of what you celebrate, either you're celebrating now or, or you've got more to come, eating is part of the deal. So in between, in between all of that, enjoy yourself. This is the holidays after all. Enjoy yourself. Grab something that tastes delicious, but is also low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, and low in fat. You get the best of all worlds, delicious and healthy. Plus, so many flavors. So much diversity of the kinds of things you're going to get, but of course, all covered in 100% chocolate. You need a little extra fuel. Feeling a little lethargic. The weather's getting cold. It's dark at like 3.30. So you need a little pick-me-up and you need that thing that's going to fuel your body in a, in a healthy way. You want it to taste good. You want it to taste good. And that is exactly what Built Bar is bringing to you. Your friends with Santa, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. They make a terrific stocking stuffer. I'm serious. A, a great stocking stuffer. Throw them in there. Marshmallow flavors, chocolate. I mean, this is this is what the holidays are all about. Plus, you get the protein, the low-calorie, low-fat, and the, the high-end fiber. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your order. That's Built.com with the promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your order. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. One week, the Philadelphia Eagles are the scariest team in football, running the ball all over opponents. And the next week, they can't do anything. I can't figure this team out even a little bit. So to help me try and figure it out, host of Locked on Eagles, Louis DiBiase, is here. And and Louis, I, I'm, I'm looking at this going, okay, Jalen Hurts is killing it in fantasy. But as a passer week to week, I have questions. 
How is this team, given where they've been and and where they have to go this year, how are they going to be able to make a decision on the future of Jalen Hurts at the end of the year, given the way that this season has gone? Yeah, it's tough, especially considering for the short-term success, they needed to completely change their identity and be a run-heavy offense. And by run heavy, I mean 80% of the time, but <laughs> they had didn't really strike a balance with that in the long-term objective, which was finding out if Jalen Hurts could be the quarterback you win because of not just win with and win because of his arm. And so finally against the giants for the first time in a month, you had to see if that efficiency that was coming as a result of his arm through the last month could maintain that same level of play with an increased volume through the air. And for the first time in a month, they needed Jalen Hurts to throw the football to win the game against the New York Giants, and he came up short. And that's really disappointing because I thought he did make some really nice strides through the month of November in the pocket, accuracy, timing, decision-making, pocket presence. And then when the workload increased, it was the same result as earlier in the year. And so obviously he's still not even you know a full year into being QB1. It's kind of the same old, same old with Jalen Hurts, and that is disappointing. And, you know, with five games left, I'm not sure if he can improve enough to the level where they're going to feel comfortable running it back with him again in 2022. Well, it also brings up a really interesting paradox for the Philadelphia Eagles because they have this incredible draft capital in a draft class that may not have a a guy worth going up to try and get. But certainly this offseason, we think there are going to be quarterbacks on the market. So the question that the Eagles are going to have to ask themselves is Jalen Hurts plus Mm. a bunch of high pedigreed blue chip draft drafted players. Is that a better way forward than, hey, Seahawks, Russell Wilson, how about these three top 15 picks we have and stuff? And now we feel like we can go compete uh, that given this roster. I don't know. To me, that doesn't seem like the prudent way forward, but I could certainly see a team like Philly talking themselves into that path. Yeah, it's tough. You know, there's pros and cons to keeping Hertz next year, running it back with him, you know, using those picks and assets to build the defense, build more of the offense. And then in 2023, maybe try to use those assets to go get your quarterback. Maybe timeline wise, that makes more sense. But at the same time, Peter, you have to remember as well that it doesn't come around often where you have three first round draft picks and you have this kind of capital where you could maybe even get the quarterback through the draft and still have two first round picks and another second to build around him. I mean, you look back in 2016 when they got Carson Wentz, they had to move all those assets to get Wentz this year. Yeah. Is there a Carson Wentz in this draft? Is there a, you know, slam dunk kind of prospect? I don't think so, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of guys in this class that have mobility like Jalen Hurts, but might have more upside with their arm talent that might be worth giving the benefit of the doubt and giving them more time to develop over Jalen Hurts. It's a very tough, you know, give and take with the veteran quarterback thing, though. I think that's kind of a pipe dream. I'm not sure why a veteran would want to come to Philadelphia. So to me, the debate will continue to be throughout the offseason and to end the regular season, Jalen Hurts versus the 2022 class. And finally, USC tweeted a quote from their new head coach, Lincoln Riley, on Tuesday, which read, this is going to be the mecca of college football, to which Riley's former student athlete at Oklahoma, Isaiah Thomas, replied, told us that last week. People keep the receipts, Lincoln. People keep the receipts. Thanks for making Lockdown Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen, Locked on Bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Thursday, what can we expect from Taysom Hill? 
in a potential start for him. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.